Right, um, what are we wanting to cover? We want, we want to, uh, you want to, we want to talk about morality, we want to talk about our different perspectives on it, but also in a way yep. that it's not just, you know, within the clouds, philosophy, abstractness, and it's been the real world. And yeah. Why yeah. does one worldview allow that more than others not just if it's philosophically correct why can that be embodied yeah 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 and sort of with a lot of morality i think a lot of the literature and things don't it isn't applied and i think it's quite interesting to more if you will talk about it but say if you're basing more our morals off any religious text or like any anything or sort of health and science in my opinion when you actually carry them out what are the issues or the non-issues i suppose of doing so right okay um when you say that it sounds like there's this a strange like disconnect of there's this book that's sort of out there just out there in the world and then there's us mm-hmm. and then it's yep. that I'm trying to fit this in the frame. Uh, and there's this weird, strange, perverse connection with that. It's like, ooh, that's not right. That's, that's what I'm sort of getting from your understanding. But when, okay. whether it be Christianity, whether it be Islam, whether it be Judaism, or some pagan belief, mm-hmm. you know, the there's always that, there's that leap of faith, almost, it's, and it's yeah. not and it's not just it's not like okay we know we're just following this book it's the whole it's the faith in the whole process that reason in itself cannot uh cannot find meaning if that makes sense yeah um your um mic got a little bit quiet there josh i did hear you but yeah i sort of does that make sense yeah, yeah. So we're if I've sort of tried to round how I th- what I'm sort of thinking about, I believe. So with I'll say even with Christianity, when it was written, it was written with good intent, and it was written with good. Um, we want to make the world better, and this when is Christianity was how, written. Yes, well, in my idea, like when it was written, like when they made the first stories and they put them into the bible essentially but when it was first done i believe that it was done with good intent however we all move on like this was written five like three four five thousand years ago and a lot has changed like in terms of morality even in the past 15 years our morals have changed quite a lot and i think we do need to base or morality of something which does evolve constantly like science and if we can derive our morals from the well-being of humans that is the way to have it ever changing as we become we aim to be more moral and i think taking a book from several thousand years ago is like a snippet of the morals of that time can it's i writing... can i let me, let me, let me just yeah, yeah, go on, Ben. Um, just one, yeah, Ben. Uh, so essentially, you're saying um, 
we should think in a way that is good for human beings uh, against what is bad for human beings. So that's how we should derive our morality and what's good and what's wrong. Yeah, but that can be derived from like facts about humans. But yes, essentially, it shouldn't be. We should take it from facts of which are always under scrutiny. So you're arguing we should move towards something that can uh, uh, be developed and can be changed. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, and it can be forever improved or strive to be improved at least. Okay, uh, Ben, do you still have more to comment on that or can I? Um, well, it, it's interesting that you say um, we should, instead of rather looking at ancient texts to understand morality we should just look at facts we should just look at what's happening in the present and then that will decide on morality the only the only issue i have with that is you you place a great deal of trust then in the present you place a great deal of trust in understanding that well look we'll just do what is good for who like for human beings yeah but you're no matter what how much good you do you're always going to hurt someone in a march and if you try and do something to the best of your ability there's always going to be sin there's always going to be evil how do you what's your solution to get rid getting rid of that if we're just to look at the present and if we're just to constantly reevaluate, constantly re-educate constantly be well hang on a minute that didn't work yesterday let's try something else today well, and then but then when you find that sort of answer do you write that down and then do you go okay this works uh, you essentially but, you're making laws then yeah well essentially because i think with taking the bible and taking religious texts it has its its place and it does have good morals within it however to say that is the be all and end all of morality is wrong it deserves to be scrutinized and, and it has to withstand different things when they're saying like do not kill them and things like that or do not steal these are good moral things to do and they were that was they wrote that 2000 years ago so we do take them things but i think you with as morality changes like more recently like especially with like the rise of sort of even transgender people or gay <coughs> people and things that we are only literally now being like they actually need to be treated the same as everybody and they need to be respected like they are real people because we want to maximize well-being as much as we can and i think yeah it doesn't say in the bible to disrespect people the bible says very clearly to love your neighbor as you love yourself you know that and and like i said like there's very there's very there's there's, there's various parts in the bible where you can take a kind of world view at it like okay well that's just downright out of hand but when you put in a context like in any book yeah. you know like in any book if you're reading about say you're reading lord of the rings and you read a scary part about like a hobbit being killed or something and then you're like oh no that's just awful what, what, what am i meant to do now you know they're, they're treating hobbits so bad but then you look at the full story you look at the full context and actually you see this lore and this understanding of what actually you know the events that led to that so back to my question though is let's take your idea kyle let's actually implement it in a in a laboratory setting and let's say okay we are going to start morality 
from scratch. We're going to be like, okay, so we got the fundamentals, we got the foundation, do not kill, respect everyone, you know, blah, blah, blah. Okay. And then the next thing you know, in the community, there's a fight. Okay. How do you resolve that? Using what basis? Using what understanding? But on, say, with the case of if morality becomes an actual science, we can begin to learn about it properly. It shouldn't be like a taboo subject. It's seen as religions dealt with that. More, it's more in the case of like from the Quran and they're like kill thine own follower and things. Then it leads into like real catastrophes like 9 11 and things. Or like they executed 70 Christians a, a few weeks ago. Like it leads in that when you're taking the literal word of the text as this is right and this is wrong and it can't be scrutinized. In the terms of like if a fight breaks out, we want peace, which we strive for peace, which is the ultimate way to like conflict resolution is the way to maximize well-being and that. Which is well, what what makes your idea of peace more so let's take you and a muslim for example and a muslim's idea of peace and your idea of peace two different things what, what makes your idea better but you can like accept how would you both. convince this other person? but you can accept both and that's great there can be multiple ways to be moral there's multiple ways to be good that's like to to me Morality, you can treat it like health almost a little bit in the way. There's no way to have to be healthy one way. There's no one ultimate diet. There's multiple healthy diets. Mm. There's many. There's multiple ways to be more maximize well-being and be moral. And mm. I think, in a way, with Christianity, a lot of it is moral and a lot of it is good, but some bits aren't. And I think if we actually treat of just be a good person and don't harm and it doesn't matter really where you directly get it from but i just argue that basing it's not really an attack on christianity it's more the taking of your morals from ancient texts rather than morals of like what is wrong like say today even with like women in work like it was only a short time ago they couldn't work or they didn't vote and stuff and that's only in the past hundred years so how do we take morality from 2000 years ago if i'd like an underestimate how do we base our morality of that versus what our current knowledge is like i think people of 2000 years ago had an extremely closed mind compared to what we know today like oh excellent but um they had quite a closed mind compared to what we have today like they didn't they didn't know america existed for instance until 500 years ago like, that's baffling that they mm -hmm. didn't know that. So how would they know how to actually be ultimately moral when they didn't even know, like, America existed? They didn't know anything about medicine properly. There was no vaccines. They didn't have proper practicing, like, hospitals the same way they do today. But you're, you're putting like, that okay. in the same, uh, work, the same scope of, of, of... The same scope you can see through. Scientific progress has no correlation with morality but it economic well-being has no correlation with morality a poor man could be better uh, be more moral than a rich man oh of course a more yeah. a smarter person can be more immoral than a stupid person yeah yeah if you if you take a university course in science something related to science you're uh, are no better equipped to be moral 
Oh no, I don't believe that you are. But you've given uh, examples how of technological process, uh, technological progress, okay, and uh, progress in mapping geography, and you're equating that to well, if they didn't have as much progress then, then how can we expect they had as much progress with morality? But there's no, there's no comparison. But, but you're with. I'm proposing that science can be used to strive towards getting better at morality and understanding what's good and bad more. Okay, I have a... Like, a I, pro I see it as a progression. Like, I think... Sorry, Ben, just before. It's like, okay. I see... It's like a snippet of 2,000 years ago, that text. It's the same way if they have a snippet of right now and look at it in two or 3,000 years. They'll be appalled at what we're doing now, but at least we can progress towards better. Can I press? Can I give a scientific example of that would sort of press against your point? Yeah, no, it's fine. Okay, yeah. so you got the idea of rats. Okay, say you got a lab yep. rat. Okay, um, I watched a video about this not too long ago. Say you got a lab lab rat. It's been brought up in a perfect environment, completely a safe environment for this rat. There's no predators. There's no dangerous yeah. thing. It gets watered, fed. All its rat friends, happy days. It's a happy rat. It's a calm rat, and it seems to be you know this rat is having a good life. Okay, has no yeah. experience of any predator or any anything that would harm it whatsoever. <clears throat> but yeah, they they what they did was they wafted cat odor into it. Still no predator. Okay, no predator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the odor of a cat. They wafted in uh, cat odor into the, the rat cage. That rat. Because it must be in its genetic programming, must be a part of its very being to be a rat, is to also be scared of cat odor, and that's part of the identity yeah, yeah. of a rat. It's not, it's not a learned fear. It's no, part of its identity. It's I would agree. Okay. Yeah, it's genetic. And it's part of its. Genetic. You know, it could do what it does after it's scared. You know, if it explores its cage, oh, is there a thing to be here uh, scared about? And. You know, only once it's explored everything about the cage, it can maybe start to not be as scared. But there's still that at least that the uh, that initial f fear that was just part of its fear. very being, yep. identity of being a rat. Okay. And so, so say if we extrapolate from that, there's this archetypal idea of a predator that exists yeah. as part of your very being. Even if it doesn't exist in the world anymore, say if you have a perfect predator-free life, you mm -hmm. there still exists in your very being the makeup of a predator, danger, right, unexplored territory, all that stuff. So I, I wouldn't be so quick to assume that our ancient forefathers, our ancestors, I wouldn't be so quick to assume that they have no say in this matter if they still have there we can definitively say there are certain aspects of our identity that are inherent to our very identity okay that is yeah. true and these are the things we see value that's how we develop our value structures that's how we develop our moral systems that's how we have our intuitions and our our religious ideas they're all from our very identity of seeing and categorizing the world Okay, that's everyone throughout all of human history has access to that. Yeah. Okay. 
why why would you be so quick to discredit these stories that have lasted thousands of years from word of mouth and I... just the ideas existing they haven't no they're the most refined <laughs> i you know by definition they're the most refined ideas of mankind because they've they've te- they've they have uh passed the test of time they've passed the test of time they exist why do we have them what do they mean like that's this discussion for another time right but i wouldn't discredit these texts from the basis they they're not from a technologically advanced civilization they still have the idea of there's predators do you know what i mean and yes, that's part of their, the, their I, being i kind of like i get what you're saying however i mean that things have evolved like as you said they're ancient things have evolved since there's good in them but not you don't need to take it as but this have is... we but have we fundamentally changed our identity of what a human is i don't think so but we have completely but then why but our morals have changed so much since then like so much and like what we think's right and wrong and things so why is but my my, my point is my point is they haven't changed at all from the basis of from what they're based on which is these archetypal but narratives that are just part of our identity they haven't changed but how have they so why because where you're kind of losing me why is it like things from like say women learn being able to vote why were they not allowed to vote from the start it's immoral to say that they can't they're also humans we're equal but why was that? Well, I, I'd say, I'd say we have, I'd say we have a very specific view on history, um, because it's easy to look back and say, right, the women didn't have the vote of this until this yep. recent date, okay, and it's like, oh well, only women must be oppressed back then. It's like, hold on a minute, you know, I'm pretty sure everyone had a bad time. Do you know I mean? it's, everyone's it's not, oppressed in different ways ev- yeah, everyone had a horrific and, time and then all of a sudden we have like absolute abundance but okay and then we're, we're riding better. that wave yeah and we're getting better like we're getting more moral quite exponentially at the minute and that yeah it allows it allows us to do different things and that things like uh things like uh tampons and birth control have completely mm-hmm. revolutionized what women can do in a society yeah but and that's not that's not even necessary just from a it's like they they can act, it's actually possible for them to do something that's not related to uh you know raising kids yeah maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe we, shouldn't, say, we shouldn't discourage sorry. that you're raising kids we, but you need to you need to like these you need to put these into your 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 uh model is what i'm saying yeah it's what i think going back to like the rap thing which is kind of if you take that as any behavior you have an instinct you have genetics you're made up of genes and we genetically have not changed that much since then we haven't we are still humans at the end of the day so that hasn't changed massive amounts which is kind of what you're saying however our knowledge of how to maximize well-being has changed exponentially and we have to bring our morals with it okay can i i was reading this there's a okay well, i'm gonna sh- there's this book here right can you see the title uh notes from underground yeah 
Dostoevsky. It is an incredible book, and it's it blows your minds. And it's, it's a it's a fiction book. Do you mind if I read a couple of pages of it? Because I think he kind of sums up. You know. You can read it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. In fact, if one day they really uh, find a formula for all our desires and whims, that is to say, what they depend on, what laws determine their origin, and what way they spread, what they aim at in different situations, and so on and for- so forth. In other words, the precise mathematical formula. Well, human beings will probably cease immediately to have desires, or rather, I suppose, will certainly cease to have them. Why should one want to desire according to a formula? Not only that, this would immediately turn man into an organ stop or something like that. Because what is man without wishes, without will, and without desires, but a stop uh, knob on an organ pipe? What do you think? Let's look at the probabilities. Could it happen or not? Hmm, you say. Trying to make up your mind. Our desires will, for the most part, be mistaken as a result of mistaken view of our advantages. The reason we sometimes desire pure nonsense is uh, precisely because we, in our stupidity, see it, uh, see that nonsense the easiest way to achieve what we have decided uh, beforehand is to our advantage. Well, when all the, all this has been explained and calculated on a piece of paper, which is very possible because it is abominable and senseless to believe beforehand that there are some laws of nature that human beings will never discover, then of course there will no longer be any so-called wishes. For if the uh, desire uh, were ever to become identical with rational judgment, we then start rationalising rather than desiring because we can't, for example, uh, while keeping our moral judgment at that same time desire something nonsensical and thus deliberately go against our rational judgment in wishing for something which might do us harm. I'm going to skip a decent way into this. Yeah, what's the title okay. of this book? Uh, Notes from Underground. Now I ask you, what can you expect of a man who is a creature with such strange qualities? Cover him with all the good things of the world, drown him in happiness right over the top of his head so that only little bubbles appear on the surface of that happiness, as they do in water. Give him such material riches that there will be nothing left for him to do but sleep, eat cakes, and busy himself with making sure the world history goes on forever. And then, even then, out of sheer ingratitude and a desire to slander you, he will commit some nastiness. He puts even the little cakes at risk and will deliberately express a desire for the most pernicious nonsense, for the most counterproductive absurdity, for the sole purpose of adulterating all this positive reasonableness which, uh, with his own perniciousness, uh, fan- fantastic element. In fact, it is precisely his fantastic dreams, his exceedingly vulgar stupidity, that he wants to preserve, just in order to confirm for himself, as if it mattered, that humans are still humans and not piano keys. On which the laws of nature themselves, with their own hands, and th- uh, and threatened to go on playing until, until it would be impossible to desire anything not laid out down in mathematical tables. And that's not all. If er- if he ever really turned in out to be a piano key, and even if he could prove it to him mathematically and by na- natural science, even then he won't become reasonable. But on the contrary, 
uh, will deliberately do something purely out of sheer ingratitude, really just to have his own way. And should he turn out not to have sufficient means to do it, he will invent destruction and chaos, devise various torments and end up getting his own way. He will lay a curse upon the whole world and since man alone can curse, it's his privilege, uh, which more than anything else distinguishes him from animals, he will probably get his way by his curse alone. He will really convince people that he's a human being and not a piano key. If you say that this too, the chaos, the darkness and the cursing can be calculated by means of a table, so that the mere possibility of a uh, preliminary calculation will stop everything and rational judgment will come into its own. In this case, man will deliberately make himself mad so as to not have rational judgment, but to have his own way. I believe in this. I guarantee that this is so. For the whole business of a human being really does entirely consist of man proving to himself every minute of the day that he is a human being and not an organ stop. Even at some cost to himself, he'll be trying to prove it. He'll he'll be trying to prove it, even if it means uh, becoming a caveman again. How can you, after all, resist the temptation to congratulate him on the fact that all this has not yet come about, and that desire still depends on the devil knows what? You're shouting at me, if you still consider me worth shouting to, that nobody in this instance is depriving me of my will. They're only trying to arrange things so that my w will would, by its own will. Co coincide with the normal interest and laws of nature and arithmetic. Ah, gentlemen, what kind of will can there be uh, when that little table and arithmetic are involved, when the only thing that is acceptable is twice two is four, twice two is four without your will? So that's what your will amounts to. It's a bit lengthy, uh, but no, that's... does that make sense? Because no, you've because yeah, you've got well, this idea of. I'd encourage you to actually read the book because uh, it's incredible. Yeah, um, I probably butchered it as well. You've got this idea of we've got facts that we know uh, improve human well-being. You know, we've got ideas of you know economic growth. You know, maybe you should have a lot, a uh, decent amount of money, and then you know that's you won't be as scared for the debt collector. You know, we'd have sufficient food. All this, yeah. all these things. You know. Uh, riff of your head all these things but the thing is um, man the thing that makes man man is not it's it's nothing to do with these things if that makes sense but it's I don't like when we're saying what makes man man and things like that in the sense of we are no different than any other animal in the sense of we're not special. We have just got to the point where we can really influence the food planet. And that's, what, if you want to put the context of what we're special in that way, we're relatively yeah, unique. What, do, so Kyle, I just got to ask you a question. Do you think yeah. then, if we're not special per se, if, but I, I, you're a great, to me, you're a great advocate for, you know, peace and for yeah. good. You know, you strike me as somebody like that. And that, to me, is special. You know, there is no other Kyle Morrison. There's only you. You can only yeah. be you. That, in its sense, is, you know, it's unique. And it's it's a lot it's a lot more rare than any, you know, Joe. It's it's a well, personality. Can... It's, it's, what, it's who you are. Um, so 
my if you apply that then to every person you see you know every person is trying to do the best they can and um, why then I, I, my question is do you think then the world's gone wrong somehow oh not i wouldn't say wrong uh, it, i wouldn't say it's wrong it's it's created like evolution has created this if, i don't mean it the way it'll come out but this beast in man as humans that we've actually been able to we're the only species to the extent that we do it so we come from like the savannah originally like but we have now we create grassland everywhere we go we can truly manipulate every environment and it's impacted the world so much we created agriculture there was a book called sapiens um i've got the second one there i don't know where the first one is um but and it goes through how people became people as they are today and it goes through sort of being the hunter gatherers and then we became like once we actually got agriculture and how our actual health dropped when we first got agriculture because it you became doing like very monotonous tasks compared to what you would have done before but how we've created this beast in man that can really really influence the world and i think i wouldn't say it went wrong because it happened but it it, there's a, a debate to be had that it's good that it happened or not it hasn't been good for everything else because we can actually we are predators as of animals but and it's but not good evil exists them. but evil exists yes yeah so why are we in such if 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 good and evil exist in this world for example if evil exists in this world just as much as good why are we in such opposite reaction to evil why are we so against evil if we are if we started out moralists if we if we are no different than the animals how can we in a scientific in a scientific perspective how can we run experiments on morality when we could never separate ourselves from it you know they, i'm going back to what you said about you know going to like having a more modern take on morality yeah. but it's it just isn't possible because we can't we can't actually just the way if we were all from a different country, we would be speaking in a different language. We could be talking about the same thing, but it'll be a completely different language. Yeah. We can't assess, you know, we can't become sort of self-aware. We can't extract ourselves from good and evil. Just like C.S. Lewis says, um, how, how can I know what a squiggly line is? I can only know it's a squiggly line if I have an idea of what straight is. A fish, a, a man feels wet when he falls into water, right? But a fish wouldn't feel wet because it is in that water. What you're saying to me and what I'm hearing is because we live in this natural world, we shouldn't be we shouldn't react against it. If we're if we're part of this world, heart, soul, our personalities, if it's all part of this world, how are we in such reaction against what's happening in it? How can we know anything else that's beyond it if it's all just made inside it, if you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, but then to me, we understand what harms and what helps we understand so like us understanding that like in a different can animals sin non can but he, can like and can animals do sin um but even i think sin even is, is related to the harm, capacity like how, how 
is is sin is to be able to sin Sorry, is Josh, about the up. capacity to choose. Uh, we, we wouldn't we wouldn't say mm-hmm. that. Uh, essentially, they're not conscious enough to choose. If that makes sense. But your dog, for instance, be... knows what's right and wrong, so they have choice. So that can they sin? But d- does That's it through? Does it that really is through that lessons like we've all been like. Here we we only say oh, uh, we only right we only like det- my dog. we only determine what's who's a good boy and who's a bad dog, right? Uh, from yeah, we'd be right. So the thing that makes a dog good is basically a, a, an equation of how much exposure has he had with humans. The more exposure it's had with humans, the more it sort okay. of mimics us, and we're like, "That's a good boy. That's a good boy." There, right? But. If, if we yeah, take a, but then take what a wolf, about like chimps, you know, which have yeah. Well, I'd say well, dogs are particularly are or like a wolf. Then a, a dog would be a particularly uh, specific example, just because they have been systematically bred to be with humans for do you know how many generations? Yeah, no, that's uh, fine. I, that's a, that's just a very specific eliminate. example. You know, I'd or, be hard pressed to find another. Okay, but. Well, you said the wolf, for instance. So, can a wolf, um, can it sin? There's no one. No. There's a there's a litter of pups, and they bully, like the runt of the litter, and kill it. Like, I that's pretty brutal. But then that's not sin. Yeah, it's not sin because they, a dog doesn't have the capacity to sin. You will not say you. Okay. You'll not say a wolf sinned against me. You'll. A wolf, you know, attack me. The, the, what okay, Josh said no. about dogs being, you know, with humans, it's only because we get, we only determine what a good boy is. A dog yeah, doesn't know yes, it's no a good boy that. unless it's yeah, told it's a yeah. good boy. The same way humans only know we're being good. But then, you know. so but chimps can't sin. Then, like chimpanzees or like higher level level primates and all themselves. No, we would probably look to humans. But can I, I think can I just going back to uh, what you saying, Ben? To what? Sorry, just to keep going down this, just um, just just to just to just put us back there into what I said. You, I love so much your 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 scientific mind in terms of how we can derive morality in a present sense. How we can, okay, there was a time where you know ancient times we got that fixed, and Josh had a very good explanation about you know how it's been passed down. It's to the test of time. So yes, we can we can understand now that. Our forefathers' voices are just as important now because they have done through that test of time, because they sort of passed that test, okay? You're saying it's time for a new sort of voice. It's time I, but for it, a new where's the test? Um, I mean, if yeah. we haven't been able to scrutinise it, it hasn't went through a test. Well, let's say... Okay, Kyle, can, I, can I give you what I let's mean say Kyle, by... Let's say Kyle, you write about the The delay does not help this. <laughs> so, Sorry, hello? <laughs> hello, can you yeah, hear it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't help. Uh, when I say... Hello, it's the, I can the hear you, yeah. When I say it's to test of time, uh, we mean people have found value in the stories. That's why they tell only the stories that people find most valuable get told. You know, if there's a movie and it's a bad movie, I'm not going to tell my friends go see the movie. Yeah, like the movie's going to die. Out and you know, if there's a good movie, I'm going to tell tell that story. You know, there's a there's these an ideas. To... It's like an evolution story, I suppose. Yeah, to use your scientific. Uh, yeah, but there's an evolutionary benefit to having religion in terms of an, uh, it doesn't make it to in my eyes true. Uh, suppose so. But what, um, the thing kind of okay. This um, From a previous, yeah, it's quite. Because just before, 
because um, I would need to go in a few minutes yeah. here. Just there's the point of uh, um, because we're kind of opening like a new door about where I was trying to go with if the the dog or the wolf can't sin and we can't sin, but chimpanzees can't sin. What was the first animal able to sin? So we're gonna cut in here. Uh, I may have completely and utterly overloaded my CPU on my laptop. Having 82 tabs open may do that and having recording software for both visual and audio separate and having a co your code that's unrelated to the process uh, in the background and all that stuff. Maybe it doesn't help things but I completely overloaded my CPU. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube maybe you could tell that there's about 20 frames for the whole video. That's because of that as well, but uh, the last 10 minutes or so of the recording got cut off. Not not too bad. Um, we were kind of wrapping things up. We were trying to basically uh, make some notes to the future of what we disagree with still and what we should talk about and explore in the future. So I'll just list those points. Um, so Kyle he still wants to talk about you know where at what point are we conscious uh from like an evolutionary kind of standpoint where you're abstractly looking upon this line you know where are we conscious uh, i still want to press on how that's the wrong way of looking at it because it d denies being conscious because we can't look at an abstract line and it's almost it's, it's an unfruitful question and also i want to press on the idea from his perspective of this utilitarian kind of uh, morality system where you know it's just it's basically positive emotion and that and a lack of negative emotion is just the metric for success and i want to push against that idea because i, I gave an example of um and in, in science our brain is wired to reach an equilibrium so there could be a high but there will reach equilibrium and you could be in a bad situation but it will reach equilibrium given enough time and that's that's for example when co you get hit a cocaine your high emotion right but then your it stabilizes and maybe it stabilizes it goes too far in the direction because you don't have that cocaine anymore and that's why you need to keep on taking hits of cocaine and that's how addiction happens and that's 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 how you're dependent just to reach equilibrium okay and i i pressed on the idea of if there's this if the idea of the metric for success is just people feeling good that in itself it doesn't really doesn't really stand any test of time because it'll just reach equilibrium and what's what's really be done at the end of the day so my the thing i want to f further uh discuss is the the idea i brought up when i was talking about notes from underground you can you can give people abundance economic abundance give them all these things that should make them happy for you know make them uh, make them have high emotion positive emotion and lack of negative emotion or all that kind of stuff but it denies what makes humans human it 
it's it's not meaningful just because something uh, makes you feel good doesn't make you make it meaningful and and I make the point that the struggles of life in it sounds paradoxical but the struggles of life make life bearable to an extent yes I'm not an, I'm not advocating absolute suffering but suffering plays a role and this this links back to the idea of faith because faith is not faith is not abstract philosophy and abstract theology that you can't really apply in your life faith is when it's applied and faith implies a struggle it implies a jump implies it implies that reason can only take you so far uh Kierkegaard I think said something it was like life can only be understood backwards but it can but it but it must be lived forwards I think that's what he said it's like reason can only take us so far and then when you take a jump when we act into the world and that's when faith comes in and if you relate, relate it back to Christianity uh, Israel the people of God Israel means to struggle with God to f wrestle with God to fight with God to it's just struggle it's battle with faith and maybe that's what it means to know God it's it's part of that struggle maybe humans don't maybe you know we don't maybe the thing that makes life worth living is the constant struggle um which is obviously more nuanced than just having a strange utilitarian criteria of success but we will discuss these things in the future uh, another thing that was cut out uh, kyle is going to australia uh, in two weeks time as of recording uh, so about two weeks time uh, to start his phd uh, studies on meta-analysis uh, bayesian statistics probabilities zoology all that sort of fun stuff in australia uh, so we'd like to wish him the best for that but we should hopefully get in another conversation hopefully i'll cut back on the amount of amount of internet browsing tabs i've got open i'll close my other programs hopefully it'll be back to normal like all the other recordings uh hopefully hopefully it doesn't happen again but kyle should be back I mean, thank you for watching.